Welcome to episode number 18 of the Mastering Marriage Podcast, where our goal is to strengthen, unite, and restore your marriage. Together with my husband David, we are the co-founders of MendarMarriage.com, and our goal is to break the back of divorce by bringing married couples together to be accountable, keep the passion alive, and expose the hidden issues that try to rip marriages apart. And we are back in the booth today with another listener's question. Here again, of course, with me, Amanda Taylor, and my husband, my co-host, my boo, David Taylor. Yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the Master and Marriage Podcast. Hey, everybody. This is episode number 18. What's up? We are growing. Yes, growing, we growing. are. We have entered into the second month of the website, by the way. So yes. for those who don't know, uh, we're only a little over a month and a week old. Yes. That's huge. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and, and the reason why I say this is because of what I'm about to say next. We have made it up to number 12. Number wow. 12 in the iTunes self-help section. Of That's all amazing. the podcasts out there, we are number 12, guys. That's awesome. Number 12. <laughs> like, we about to break the top 10 in a minute. Yes. You yes. know, and then after top 10, the top 5. Then after top 5, the top 3. Baby. Okay, well, number 1, then. Going right, right <laughs> We're going to the right top. to the top. Well, and, and so I say that to say we appreciate all of the uh, new ratings and reviews that we have received. Um, we appreciate you guys giving us the support. Uh, many of you know that last Friday, this past Friday, we didn't put out an episode, but instead I put out a video tutorial on how to uh, submit a rating and review for the podcast. And right. so hopefully that was helpful for those. Um, apparently it was because we got a few more in, so we really appreciate that. And understand it's not just for us to be seen. It's just the higher we are on that list, yep. the more people will be exposed to exactly. us and the more people we can help. Yes, yes, yes. So the more people we can help. And that and that's what we're all about is the more marriages changing we can help. lives by changing marriages. That's right. Breaking the back of divorce. Snap, crackle, pop. And speaking of breaking in the back of divorce, <laughs> uh, this podcast is brought to you on behalf of MendOurMarriage.com. And if you go to the site, MendOurMarriage.com, you will find a plethora of resources and tools that we have designed specifically to help marriages survive. That's right. And we have a few surprises for you guys. Uh, we're going to be changing some of the, the membership things coming up, and we got some we got two new membership features that we're going to be adding. Two new membership packages, matter of fact, communities. Yes. Um, and this is, I think this is going to be something that is going to resonate with everybody. Um, right. And so we're going to Something be, that's not out there. It's not out there at all. And so we're going to be rolling this out within the next couple of weeks. So yes. keep your eyes peeled for that. Also, uh, we have a book that's coming out by uh, my wife. Yes, it's yes. It's our very first book. Yes. Yes. And and this is going to be off the hook, guys. So uh, we just want to plug you with that real fast. But Stay it's coming tuned. soon. Stay tuned because it's coming soon. Y'all like how I just rhymed. Just that like, was cute. Rapping. You sound like Ron Gibson. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but anyway, we have a listener submitted question that we're going to read off today. And then we're going to dive right in. So, Mandy, why don't you go ahead and read that question for us? All right. So this listener wrote in. My husband looks at other women, and he says he looks just to look, but it bothers me, and I feel like he may be more attracted to them than to me. I express that to him, and he basically tells me I'm overreacting, 
Am I overreacting? Should I drop it? <laughs> what y'all think? Is she overreacting? You think she should drop? Now, before you come to a conclusion and give your honest opinion about it, mm-hmm. I offer you the next maybe 15 minutes, no, maybe 10 minutes of your time <laughs> to listen to what we have to say. That's right. Because we want, okay, so I'm going to say this. Our goal is not to help someone feel better. It's mm-hmm. to save marriages. Exactly. And so we're going to challenge you today, uh, listener, by giving you some advice, but it may sound non-traditional, okay? But trust me, it works. As a mental health therapist and one who specializes in working with couples and married couples, um, I use these tactics with my clients in sessions, and it works. So just kind of bear with us, but we're going to dive in. So first I want to say this. It's not uncommon for a man or a woman to be attracted to the opposite sex. Right. And just because you get married, that doesn't, that, that, that part of your brain that's hardwired inside of you genetically and by, you know, by, with your biology, it doesn't shut off. Right. And so you will be, still be attracted to the opposite sex. If I was to throw out a couple of names like Denzel or who were some other attractive guys? Um, um, you know some attractive Shemar Moore, Okay, see. Don't so, be naming all of them now. We get, <laughs> Okay, okay. Come Idris back to me. Come, yeah, see, we're going to have to talk ah. about that. But anyway, but that's my point is we are still going to be attracted to other people. That's so right. just because you're married, that doesn't turn off. Right. You know? It's about how you. Yeah. Now, go ahead and finish it. It's about how yeah. you how you do it. It's about how you handle How you that. manage that. Yes, yes. And so... I, I like to say I'm a connoisseur of nice things. I like nice things, whether it's a beautiful car or a beautiful woman. That doesn't mean that I'm going to be lusting over her because she's attractive. I may admire her beauty, but that's that's as far as it goes. Just like if I see a nice car that I like, I may admire how beautiful that car is. You remember the commercial I, I was I paused and rewound? It was that BMW commercial. Yeah, yeah that, and, that, and that my nice. jaw hit the flow. That was a beautiful it car. Did, it did. You know, and so it, it's okay, but you have to manage it. And so we're going to give you... Three phases. So take notes because I'm gonna we're gonna talk about three phases on how to approach this situation the correct way. And, and phase one, we're gonna call the spotlight phase. Okay. Phase two, we're gonna call the cleaning and removal phase. And then phase three, we're gonna call the communication, communication phase. Yeah. And that's gonna be the most. Well, let me not say that yet. Let's go ahead and dive in. So, baby, talk a little bit about phase one. The spotlight phase. Talk a little bit about that. Okay, so with the spotlight phase, this is where you're going to need to do some self-examination. Yes. Because if you are feeling insecure um, and you're feeling as if your husband is looking at other women more than you are more attracted to other women, then there, there are probably more than likely some insecurities that you have about your own self and your own beauty. Yeah. And so you really need to step back and see, okay... What's going on inside of me? Are there some things that I don't like about myself? Yeah. Um, do I truly love myself? That's good. Um, and, you know, do I have some doubts about my relationship with my husband and trust yeah. issues yeah. with him? Yeah, yeah. And, and you got to remember, in, in a balanced marriage, you clean out your closet before you try to clean out somebody else's closet. Exactly. And so the reason why we're starting with the spotlight on you is because often... That's the core of most of our personal issues with other right. people. They reside right. within ourselves. And right. so remember, if you remember what we talked about a while ago in past episodes, your spouse is your looking glass. Right. So they're going to reflect back to you 
your true self at mm-hmm. some point in the marriage. Now, that doesn't mean that that does not mean that the behaviors that they are displaying are the same things that you have issues with. It's no. just, for instance, if that person is making you mad or getting on your nerves or, you know, there's some type of wound that they're scratching. Yeah. yeah. That means that that's reflecting that there's a wound there. Exactly. That it still needs to be healed. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And so, so just remember that. Remember that if, if you're finding yourself becoming insecure, it's for a reason. You right. have to do the work to get rid of that reason. You have to look for it. You know, you never want to confront someone without at first making sure that you're not contributing to the problem. So exactly, if, if, exactly. Yeah. If I could just add go real ahead, quick, go ahead and add that, baby. Um, in a marriage, though, if you find yourself saying that I I only trust my spouse when I can see them, but when they're not around, I don't trust them, then that's an issue. Yeah, that's an issue. So that's an issue. Definitely, definitely yeah. uh, look into that. So, so after you, so phase one was all about spotlight. It's about doing that self examination mm-hmm. and looking at the core of yourself. Yes. Being honest. You have to be honest about who you are and how you believe. What faulty beliefs do you have lurking beneath the surface? Exactly. We all have core beliefs. Now, what are some of those core beliefs that you need to get rid of? You know what I mean? And once you do that, once you become honest about your personal issues, then it's time to take immediate action and correct whatever those issues are. Right. This is where you get to clean out your personal closet first. You know, so make sure that you're fixing your own body image, right? Make sure that you're correcting any negative and faulty beliefs that you may have about yourself first before you confront your husband Mm -hmm. and communicate to him about how you truly feel. Right. Make sure you're doing the work. So this may mean taking some time away from Facebook, away from TV, away from your family and friends and being by yourself to see what's really going on at the core and then taking the time to deal with that first. And that's all about developing your relationship with God as yes. well. You get know, your prayer on. That's who you need to get along with. And Holy Spirit will speak to you. He yes, will he show will. you yourself yes, if will. you really want to know. Yes. <laughs> Don't pray a prayer that you ain't willing to get because you will get it. Yes. You know what I mean? But so after you do phase two, which is the spotlight phase, I'm sorry, which is the cleaning out the closet phase, Mm -hmm. phase three is all about the communication. Correct. And so talk a little bit about that, baby. Okay. So with communication, if you do it too soon, then your husband will see, you know, will look at it as you're nagging and that you're overreacting, just like Mm -hmm. you stated in your question. Mm -hmm. And so you want to make sure that, again, you go through the first two phases and get those things out of the way so that you are not speaking through your insecurities and through lenses of hurt and past pain. Say that again. That was good. That was good. Make sure that you go through phase one and two Mm -hmm. and make sure that you're not speaking through your insecurities and through those lenses. Because if you skip those phases, often you're going to be speaking through your insecurities. Right. If you don't get rid of the insecurities, those will taint how you communicate. Exactly. That's, exactly. Wow. And so yeah. that'll be it will be more so about you trying to protect yourself and your own insecurities and wounds and instead of you protecting your marriage. That's deep because you don't want to protect you at the risk of not protecting your marriage. Exactly. This is all about healing the marriage, mending right. the marriage. That's right. Not about making you feel good as a woman. As a matter of fact, you, and this is where I'm going to get on my soapbox. For you. Can I get on my soapbox for a quick second? Just, just a second. <laughs> you don't need your man, your husband, no other person to affirm how attractive you are. Exactly. You have to be convinced of your own sexiness. Yes. You have to be so confident in how you feel about yourself that it doesn't matter if he 
doesn't think you're attractive or not. And now I know I'm I'm, I'm talking about a, a wife and a husband. You want your husband to want you, just like I want my wife to want me. However, I don't require my wife to affirm my level of attraction for me to feel attractive. And if I could just interject, interject, I know, baby. You know, if you've been told all of your life that you've been beautiful, and and everyone has always affirmed that, mm-hmm. it's not until that is not affirmed in you that yep. you really realize that. You know, you actually need that and crave that, yeah. and you don't really yeah. believe it for yourself. Yeah, yeah, you that's know? good. So, so yeah. So sometimes situations like this require you to get close to God and require you to really start to l- learn to love yourself. Yeah, yeah. Go without, to the manufacturer. Without, yeah, without anybody else's approval. You know, and that's how you can stand strong in these times. Yeah, and you're your gonna marriage. need the only approval you need is God, and yes. He already calls you the apple of His eye. That's right. So you got to hold on to those words. Um, and then this is what you do. This is what you do. So, okay. After you've cleaned out your closet, schedule a time with him for the two of you guys to meet one-on-one. So call this a family meeting or even go out on a, on a date night. But schedule a time where you're going to have intimate exposure to him. Right. Just one-on-one, no distractions, no interruptions, just you two. It could be in public. It could be at home. But make sure you don't have any outside distractions. Right. And you, you want to ha- use this time to divulge to him the process that you've gone through. Right. The issues that you struggle with with your insecurities and how his behaviors impacted your perceptions of yourself. Right. You want to you want to give all that put all that on the table and and even be honest and say, you know, wh- how would you feel if I, you know, gawked at another man? Right. Maybe not use that word gawk. I'm just using it. But how, you know, how would you feel if if I looked at another man, you know, the way you look at another woman? Would or even you, ask him, yeah. what would he do? Yeah, what would you do? You know, and but but you want to make sure you couch all of this through your own honesty about your struggles right. with your insecurities. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to make him responsible for you being insecure. That's right, so your, it's good for... Yeah. I'm sorry, David. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, that's you, just, I, already, yeah, so what he was saying was, you was your got responsibility. Me. You got me. <laughs> so it's, it's just really important that you start yeah. with talking about your own insecurities yeah. and why you have... You know, and why this affects you. Yeah. And um, and then go go into the part where you're asking him. Okay, so what would you do? Yeah. So that way, you both are included in the yeah. in the um, solution um, yeah, exactly. of the problem. Because you want to challenge your husband to guard his eyes for the sake of the marriage. Right. Not for the sake of your self esteem, but guard his eyes for the sake of the marriage. And, you know, you could even couch it, what about your daughter? If you guys have a daughter or will have a daughter, you know, how would, would you want men to do that for her or mm-hmm. vice versa? You know, you want to make sure that you give him, make him make an honest decision, but for the sake of the marriage, not for your self-esteem. So, mm-hmm. okay, let's quickly rehash these steps. Step one was spotlight, right? Right. Step two was all about cleaning out the clutter and removing, and removing that baggage or whatever it is that's, that's causing you to be insecure. Right. And step three was all about what? Communication. So communication. So you got those three steps. You do those three steps, it will work, okay? That's we, right. We want you to respond back to us. Now, email us, you know, uh, what? leave a message or on Facebook or something. Just let us know how this yeah. goes. Yeah. You know, and not just you, but anybody else that this relates to, communicate with us. Let us know how it goes, okay? Right, right. Uh, but in any case, we're coming up on the 15 minutes. I hope that was useful for you. Um, keep on sending your questions, guys. Keep on sending your questions. Yes, we really appreciate yeah. it. and. 
And we want to stay, help to save and restore one marriage at a time. And that's what the one goal question is. question at a time. Yes, yes. Actually, you know, we, we it's going to be more than one because hopefully we've got multiple people with the same of issue. Of course. Uh, but we and, appreciate you guys. You yeah, yeah, yeah. We appreciate you guys. We thank you. And guys, we out. Till next time. All right, y'all. Deuces. Deuces.